This is Larry Bertrand with another lesson from the Explore the Bible series. We're in the final lesson, lesson number six of 2 Kings, scheduled for August 28, 2022. God's Spirit moves with power when His people obey His Word. This will be the last lesson in 2 Kings. We begin studying the minor prophets next week. Today's lesson is 2 Kings 22, verses 8 through 20. The memory verse for today is 2 Kings 22, verse 19, which says, Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I've spoken against this place and its people, that they would become a curse and be laid waste. And because you tore your clothes and wept in my presence, I have heard you, declares the Lord. So as we look at 2 Kings 22, verses 8 to 20, we're going to notice how from the moment the book of the law was discovered, the different people in this story put priority and reading and understanding it before them. We're going to focus on King Josiah's attitude and his action upon hearing the book of the law. We'll see that the scriptures reveal the principles by which God judges us and therefore is and will remain to the end of the world. It will be the true center of Christian union and the supreme standard. Scripture will be the supreme standard by which all humans conduct <clears throat> creeds and religious opinions should be tried. Be the supreme standard by which all humans conduct <laughs> creeds and religious opinions should be tried. So think about lost things. Have you ever lost something? <laughs> Who has not lost their keys, their phone? I remember losing my cell phone one time and it, it, it came off a, a little holder that I had on my, uh, my belt. And it was late in the evening. I had gone to the mailbox and I, I, I went out to the mailbox and couldn't find it. Came back home and used my Find My Phone feature on my iPad, and sure enough, it showed that it was over by the mailbox at the end of the street, and there it was. Um, I've heard of wonderful stories about Aggies who lost a ring, and decades later, uh, it was found in a flower bed. Um, uh, I almost panics one time when I was in Arlington, Texas and couldn't find my keys and discovered I had dropped it in a recycling bin by accident when I was, as I was helping clear out some re recycling trash. So finding lost things typically brings us <clears throat> great excitement and joy. In today's study, God's Word was the lost thing that was suddenly found in the middle of a big repair project. So looking at the background of all of 
chapter 22, verses 1, all the way to chapter 25, verse 30, we're going to see Josiah initiated significant spiritual reform. Uh, He commissioned work on the temple to repair the the damage that had occurred for various reasons. Uh, During the temple repairs, Hilkiah, the high priest, found the book of the law in the temple. So King Josiah heard the words of the scroll. He tore his clothes. He asked Hilkiah to inquire of the Lord on behalf of God's people. Uh, Then Huldah, a prophetess in Jerusalem, told Josiah God's judgment was coming uh, in Judah for the people's persistent sin. Yet God would not bring Jerusalem down in Josiah's day. Josiah made a covenant with the elders of Jerusalem and Judah to follow the Lord. And Josiah commanded Hilkiah to clean the temple uh, of the remnants of Baal worship. And he also reinstituted the Passover celebration at a level that had not been experienced in the days since the days of the judges. And tragically, Josiah died in battle with Necho, king of Egypt. Josiah's son, Jeroboaz, succeeded him and reigned only three months before Necho deposed him and deported him uh, to Egypt. Necho appointed Jehoiakim, another of Josiah's sons, king over Judah, but Jehoiakim uh, died, did evil in uh, God's sight. So in his days, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, uh, attacked Judah. But Jehoiakim died before the battle uh, ended. Then Jehoiachin, his son, became king at age 18, but surrendered to Nebuchadnezzar after reigning only three months. Zedekiah, a third son of Josiah, became king over Judah, but also committed evil. In response to Zedekiah's rebellion, Nebuchadnezzar attacked Judah a third time, and the city fell. So the Babylonian army overtook the fleeing Zedekiah. He slaughtered his sons. He blinded him, and led him in chains into exile. Uh, A month later, Nebuchadnezzar's officials came to Jerusalem, burned the temple and palace, broke down Jerusalem's walls, and the Babylonians took with them anything of value from the Lord's temple. Nebuchadnezzar had appointed Gedaliah as Judah's governor, but Gedaliah was assassinated after only two months. Wow, crazy things happening in those days. And then when the evil Moradak succeeded Nebuchadnezzar as Babylon's king, he (coughs) released Jehoiachin from prison and allowed him to eat at the king's table for the rest of his life, 
many exiles probably saw this as an act, uh, as a glimmer of hope for Judah's future. So let's look at today's text. And as we prepare, notice uh, the content found in 2 Kings 22, verses 8 to 20, allows us insight into Josiah's character. And we will see how his character played a role in the response to the found scrolls. So let's look at 2 Kings chapter 22, verses 8 through 10. These verses uh, will help us see a sequence of events uh, that following the high priest Hilkiah's finding the book of the law. Verse 8. Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan, the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. And he gave it to Shaphan, who read it. Then Shaphan, the secretary, went to the king and reported to him, your officials have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord and have entrusted it to the workers and supervisors uh, at the temple. Then Shaphan, the secretary, informed the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book. And Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. Josiah's reforms, Josiah's reforms include repairing the temple, which was badly damaged over time. So when Hilkiah found what was likely one or more of the, those five books, first five books of the Bible. Uh, note that the word found indicates the books had been ignored or forgotten, maybe lost, maybe hidden, but certainly ignored and forgotten. Looking at the Bible knowledge commentary on these verses, verses 1 through 10. So in the process of renovating the temple, a copy of the book of the law, it was either the book of Deuteronomy or more likely the entire Pentateuch, the entire first five books of the Bible uh, were found. Uh, Evidently, Manasseh and Anon had destroyed uh, other copies. So the discovery of this one constituted an important find in Hilkiah's, in Hilkiah the priest, as he shared his discovery with Shaphan, who read it aloud. After Shaphan, after after reporting the progress on the restoration to Josiah, Shaphan informed the king of his important discovery and read from it to him. So why is it so important for people today to read God's word? We discover such important information on how we are to live our life when we read the word of God. 
The high priest, Hilkiah, found the book of the law. Uh, the court secretary, Shaphan, read it to King Josiah. So let's see what happens next. We're looking at verses 11 through 13. It says, reflecting on the king's emotional response, we, we will see what, how he res- responds to reading of the, the reading aloud of the book of the law. So now verse 11 When the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his clothes, his robes. He gave these orders to Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam, and Shaphan, and Akbor, and and son of Micaiah, Shaphan the secretary, and Isaiah the king's attendant. So he speaks to all of these, and he says, Go and inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all of Judah about what is written in this book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that burns against us because those who have gone before us have not obeyed the words of this book. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written there concerning us. Focusing on verse 12, we see the delegation uh, that Josiah named to inquire of God how they should respond. And we'll note that Josiah's grief expressed uh, through the tearing of his robes or his clothes uh, indicates that this was the first time he had heard these words that Shaphan was reading. In the ESV study Bible notes, it says, although it was not until the 18th year of his reign, according to verse 3, that that the new king begins to take action concerning the apostate condition of the worship of Judah, uh, the authors of First King and Second King do not blame him. He was brought up in the royal court uh, that he had that had been apostate for fifty-seven years, and that had subjected to all opposition to the reign of terror. Josiah was not aware of the Lord's demands. So as soon as he became aware. It says he tore his clothes in grief and despair, and he sent officials to inquire of the Lord. So let me point out that Shaphan's every word uh, served only to highlight further the people's neglect and the disobedience of God's word. So as we prepare to look at the next section Notice that Josiah doesn't try to deflect the blame or make excuses. Hearing God's word read, Josiah moved with prompt obedience to discern how to respond. So as we look in this third section, uh, 
we're going to be looking for how Huldah, a new name in Scripture, Huldah the prophetess, explained God's words to the king's men. So verse 14, Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam, Akbor, Shaphan, and Asiah were to speak to the prophet Huldah, who was the wife of Shalom, the son of Tikva, the son of Harhas, the keeper of the wardrobe. <laughs> so she lived in Jerusalem in the new quarter. She, she said to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, tell the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says, I am going to bring disaster on this place and its people according to everything written in the book the king of Judah has read. <clears throat> because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and aroused my anger <clears throat> by the idols they have made, my anger will burn against this place and will be, uh, and, and it will, and it will be. My anger will be quenched. Tell the tell the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the words you heard. Because your heart was responsive, and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I have spoken against this place and its people, they would become a curse and be laid waste. And because you tore your robes and, and were in my presence, I have heard you, declares the Lord. Verse 20, Therefore, I will gather you to your ancestors and you will be buried in peace, your eyes will not see the disaster I'm going to bring on this place. So they took her answer back to the king. So this five-man delegation sent by the king finds a prophetess named Huldah. She had a two-part message directed first towards the nation of Judah, and it was also directed, uh, secondly, to, the, to King Josiah himself. Looking again in the Bible Knowledge Commentary, in verse 14, we see that the fact that the king's five officials, listed in verse 12, sought out the prophet Huldah suggests that she was highly regarded for her prophetic gifts. There were other prophets who lived in and around Jerusalem during this time, including none other than Jeremiah himself, 
We see that indicated in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 2, or Zephaniah, we see that in Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 1, and perhaps even Nahum and Habakkuk. But the five consulted Huldah for reasons unexplained. This woman was the wife of Shalom, who was responsible for the royal and priestly wardrobe. She lived in the second district of Jerusalem, which was part of the city uh, lower in elevation than the rest. So in verses 15 to 18, we see after consulting the Lord, Huldah sent his message back to the king. This is what she said. God would surely send disaster on Jerusalem and the people of Judah as he had warned in the law of Moses. This judgment would come first because they had forsaken him, also because they had made idols, and thirdly, because they had burned incense to these idols. God's anger burned against his people because they had forsaken his appointed way whereby they would they could experience blessing and enjoy life and demonstrate to all other people his glorious uh, his uh, how glorious it was to live under the Lord's leadership. And so they had forsaken the Lord and his anger was against them. In verse 19 and 20, 20, we see Josiah would experience God's mercy personally. However, because he had responded to God's word and had humbled himself before the Lord when he heard the, the law of Moses, God said that the king would die and be buried before judgment would descend on Judah. His death in 1609 was four years before Nebuchadnezzar's first attack, which happened in, uh, not, not 1609, in 609, which happened in 605. In verses 18 through 20, let me highlight that upon hearing the words of the law, Josiah realized how far the people had wandered from what God had instructed and intended. Josiah's heart was broken. So rather than being haughty and defensive, it says he humbled himself and was submissive to the Lord. The nation of Judah would feel God's judgment because of their disobedience. Yet God would withhold that judgment until after Josiah's death. Why? Because his heart was tender towards God and his word. Wow, the applications are always strong for us. All people should read and study God's word. I hope you do that 
every day and look for application from God's Word. A second application from this lesson is God's Word should move believers to obedience as it did Josiah. And finally, God is true to his word, extending grace and exacting judgment as he promised. So as we look at the close of this study, reflect on the study of First and Second Kings and recall ways this study has shown us uh, the destructiveness of sin. Compare that with the, the purpose and hope that comes from a life committed to following God. As we close, uh, thank God for his word. Pray that we will grow even stronger in our commitment to study and apply God's word in our daily living. Close with a wonderful song by Keith Getty and Stuart Townsend entitled, Speak. Oh Lord, let me read the first verse of this wonderful song. Speak, O Lord, as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word. Take your truth planted deep in us. Shape and fashion us in your likeness that the light of Christ might be seen today. In our, in our acts of love and our deeds of faith, speak, O Lord, and fulfill in us all your purposes for your glory. Let's pray. God, we ask that you will speak to us uh, through the study of your word and the reading of your word that our lives would be revived and restored, we would act in obedience and humility. We pray this in the strong name of Jesus. Amen.